One Piece. Watching the One Piece. We are! Hello, everyone, and welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece. It's a One Piece recap podcast where my dog is barking a lot outside of my door. Uh, <laughs> Let him in. <laughs> I think I think there's someone at the door, but I'm not going to answer it because I'm in the middle of a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Jory. Uh, I don't think you have a dog. If you do, that's new to me. No, I don't have a dog, but sometimes I think about it. I, I walk around <laughs> my neighborhood and I see people walking dogs. And I'm like, that could be me. But it can't be me. My cats would be miserable. <laughs> but the three cats we have already barely get along. <laughs> I don't think more pets would make it a better environment. But it is always tempting anyway, you know? No, that's Duke Dogstorm. That's our guest on the podcast this week. Um, no Cat Viper in this chunk. He's still not here. No. Sure, he'll show up eventually, probably. I hope so. He's a cool guy. I gotta see him and Duke Dogstorm go sicko mode, or whatever it is that... When they <laughs> yeah, go, that's what it's called. The, 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 the official, sub, the official uh, subtitles for the sicko mode when they transform. Mm-hmm. This we do start with Dog Storm, but no, Cat Viper. Yeah. He stayed behind on Zoe. I think I don't remember. Mm. I have so much to keep track of at any given episode. There are so many things in this chunk or like Act Two that I'm just like, oh yes, I remember this. <laughs> if this you asked like... <laughs> me to recite like the plot beats of Act Two, most of it would not be mentioned. I would not think, oh yeah, this happens and then this happens and then this happens. I remember it when I'm watching it, but like. Oh yeah, Frankie like goes around to pawn shops for a while. <laughs> Why? Oh yeah, because he wanted the blueprints. <laughs> this whole like chunk is like, oh, there's a lot going on. This is this is almost out of place for how much is going on in one chunk. There is quite a lot going on in this. It, it, it really drives how like uh big this is. <laughs> big, Wano is big. It is like I, I think Wano is better too. That it's like there's so many like distinct places like. Zoro fucks off and does something, and then it's like, yeah, no, he's just, like, miles from where everyone else is. They're in the same place. They'll show up at the yeah. right places at the right time. <laughs> to the extent that, like, last time we left off with Luffy getting his shit rocked by Kaido and getting dragged into a working camp, and this one basically starts with Kinoa being like, yeah, he'll be fine by the in the two weeks we have. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure he'll show up. Like it's real. Like no one really seems to be that concerned about it after like the the act changes from one to two. Yeah, they're like, yeah, Rizo, you're you can handle this. <laughs> yeah, single single handedly. Luffy's strong enough. We know he'll come back eventually. It's how these things always go. That's true. They've just they're just like, yeah, I know what the One Piece deal is. This is regular, and everyone else goes about their own little individual missions. This. I mentioned this in uh, one of our Reverie episodes that, like, one of the things about Wano for me is just seeing individual Straw Hats be able to, like, go on their own things, lead other groups, have responsibility without <laughs> not even necessarily, like, Luffy there, because he's an idiot. and Without Luffy to ruin it. Yeah, without Luffy to ruin it or call the shots or without Zoro or Sanji there to, you know, be the muscle behind it. You know, Robin's off doing her own shit. Bad example, yeah. like maybe because she's in a one an adult and two been on her own for more time than she hasn't. <laughs> well, she's not she, even then. She's not. She like she gets into trouble and it's not Zoro or Sanji intervenes to do the fight. Like it's mm-hmm. oh no, we gotta figure something else out. We gotta oh fuck oh no, we gotta <laughs> we got some shit going on. 
Yeah, I'm, she dies in this chunk, actually. She gets, like, filled up with shuriken and then die. <laughs> and then the, the scene ends and we cut away to something else. We should just say all of this out of order and I don't even know if it would sound that different. This, like, this chunk essentially happens in one day. Because it's, like, there's, like, three or four... We're covering, like, nine episodes. We're covering 918 through 926. And I think literally, like, five of them are in the daytime and then four of them are that night. Because there's like three episodes of where you keep seeing a uh, new character, Kamurasaki, like, <laughs> all right, she's a little bit closer to the palace now. Suddenly, oh, it's nighttime, she's at the palace. We'll talk about Kamurasaki and Oda learning what OnlyFans is in this chunk, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> being really mad about it, I think. <laughs> uh, but this is Wanawak 2. This is officially where it starts. It is. And shit really just... Start, like we start in the middle of a fight we <laughs> yeah. we start in the middle of duke dogstorm fighting uh ashura doji if you remember last time he was one of odin's akazaya nine followers and he was like really bitter fighting off jack last time super strong and dogstorm's like join us and they're fighting over it and kinemon's like stops the fight but is like you gotta join and he's like no he fucks off <laughs> but he's like we gotta we gotta achieve odin's dream Ashura's like, no, you abandoned us for 20 years. You want to just show back up now? You don't even look older. And you're like, yeah, let's get back on the horse. No, I've been bitter for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Not Kinemon's fault, obviously, but. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> it doesn't even give him a chance. He could just be like, well, no, you don't get it. Like, o Odin's wife set us forward in time. That's why we haven't aged. Uh, sorry that <laughs> it's only been like three days for us. Um, <laughs> sorry you're pissed, but uh, we need your help, so get over it. Yeah, hey to beg it too, but time travel's real, but only in one direction in chunks of 20 years. How old's Toki? We don't know. <laughs> don't worry about it. But uh, yeah, Noah sure is like, no, fuck you, and he leaves, and why don't we don't see him again in this chunk. Yeah. We see Keenamon's plan to piss him off enough to join them. But, uh, <laughs> surely that's no, a good idea. It, it's still just the one day, I guess, of time. So, um, <laughs> you, we weren't joking about, yeah, it's just like the rest of like the next 100 episodes are them preparing. It's 24 minutes real time every episode. No, I do think the Ashura Doji stuff is interesting. Just like his, it's impossible for him to have the same perspective because he's been alone for 20 years it's like no i'm i'm too mad leave me alone <laughs> rizor shows up it's like yeah i found luffy he's in uh the udon camp and they're like all right save him then <laughs> it's like okay we'll do <laughs> yep you got you got a boss <laughs> easy enough <laughs> oh, <we gotta laughs> he's a ninja fucked up Seems to do a pretty good job of, like, sneaking around, so... Yeah, Raizo immediately becomes really important in having this job, and I... Because I'm circling back to this, I'm like, yeah, of course, Raizo, a guy we all have known forever and love. And instead, <laughs> I'm like, he's introduced in Zo, and then isn't on screen for all of Whole Cake, <laughs> and, like, shows back up essentially here, and is like, yeah. hey, I'm really important. I'm a ninja. I can just teleport. <laughs> Ryza, are you sure you can do it? Yes, I'm a ninja. Remember how excited everyone got that I'm a ninja? I can do ninja things. Yeah. I, I remember because I took a long break from, because I was sort of caught up for a while, fell off during Whole Cake, I think just because I watched too much for the podcast that I was like never in the mood to watch on my own. 
And then when I started to catch back up with Act Two of One, I'm like, literally, who is Rizzo? <laughs> who is this fucking guy? <laughs> He's the guy with the big head. Yeah, but now, now I've learned from the errors of my ways. Rizzo is cool. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll see him pop in and out of this chunk. Before we actually go to, to, to Udon, we see that Otama is back and she's being tended to by Chopper and like the mink nurses that he worked with before. She's fine. Uh, then the map narrator takes us. You see a map. I don't know if they don't like point where Udon is, but it's fucking far. <laughs> I figured. From everybody else. And they're like, yeah, Luffy's there. So to learn a little bit about this labor camp, the more that you do, the more work you do, uh, the more food tickets you get essentially <laughs> this seems seems to uh have a harrowing impact on uh a lot of the people there except for um two people yeah kid and luffy <laughs> strangely enough <laughs> strangely enough <laughs> these two characters very distinct designs are uh <laughs> well the other end of that is the person maybe most affected also has a distinct design <laughs> that's true <laughs> hey old man you have blue hair <laughs> do you it's, have pronouns it's it's like at the start of like the early half of every yakuza game uh when a cutscene happens like people pick a fight with you if there's some guy who has more detail on their face it's like oh he's gonna be coming back later in the game <laughs> yeah it's like when you're a kid and you like the first time you realize oh this like you're watching spongebob and you realize something's going to move because it looks different than the background <laughs> yeah <laughs> is there a word for that term for like <laughs> like noticing that i mean i don't know it's a weird thing that i don't i wonder if there's a term for it yeah, but that's a good question um, maybe someone's coined something stupid yeah this is the, the the concept of labor equals food is introduced by uh hungry luffy trying to get a single dumpling and it getting knocked down by kid running by too fast he's speed running <laughs> whatever this is lifting big blocks from point a to point b <laughs> one armed is the other thing you can oh, argue yeah. about which which of these guys is stronger but luffy's got two arms <laughs> kids doing it with with one arm and we learn how he lost his arm in this chunk because it's not <laughs> the rumors of his arm loss were greatly exaggerated <laughs> or maybe under exaggerated and I maybe mean, we'll see but we'll figure more of that stuff out later sanji's cooking we finally see him doing his job in the in the capital frankie and rob and robin are there and they they get a newspaper. There's a a ghost sighting at the graveyard, which I think is also unrelated to the killing spree that's reported. Don't know if that's related or not, but a lot of reports of uh, murder going on. <laughs> I'm starting to think uh, Wano is... <laughs> it, there's one town in Wano that's perfect, and then everywhere else is fucked up, and even there in the one town that's perfect, it's probably fucked up. I mean, I don't know capitalism <laughs> there's one place that's good and it's it's good because all the other places are bad yeah a, a loser is inherent in the equation but they're reading the newspaper this doesn't come up again in this chunk but they're just like right at the top they're just like yeah killing spree there's a killer on the loose here's his full name <laughs> kitokiri kamazo so avoid him, I guess. And he has like a big evil smile in it. And you want me, we see like a clip of it, essentially, I guess in their imagination, but big evil smile and he's got a big scythe. He'll come up again later, probably. <laughs> and then there's another guy. There's a thief of the night, uh, Ushimitsu Kozo. But we see Usopp and some of Law's crew still giving out flyers. The plan's still going. Like as much as Luffy 
fucked shit up by getting himself thrown in prison, he still managed to take all of the attention off of everybody else. So could have been worse. Yeah, I guess he could have been like, yeah, we're going to raid you in two weeks or whatever. We see some of these samurai, one particular guy with pink hair. We like not really a spoiler to say that he shows up a lot. He is often in scenes with recruited samurais is like, here's a face you can remember. Like that's kind of his whole deal <laughs> is a, uh, is like being like an avatar for this group. <laughs> Cause he's really fired up. He wants to help, but there's like an old, there's an old guy being like, eh, I mean, if this happened 10 years ago, I guess I could help. Also, none of us have weapons. So I wonder what their plan is for weapons. Uh, speaking of weapons, we see Nami and Shinobu being ninjas, sneaking into somebody spying on someone making a weapons order and they don't get noticed in this episode but pretty much immediately they get noticed in the next episode yeah. that's the other thing is i'm just like i'm my reflex is to tell scenes front to back and being like oh no here's the first part and then in the next episode there's a second part of the scene and so on and so forth but this episode ends with a meeting of the minds of jack king and queen this is our introduction to both king and queen and they call jack a stooge they're like, you fucking idiot. I'm like, oh, man, I've seen this guy, like, murder entire islands. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> they, they all seem to hate each other. <laughs> they do. This is a... They also calls uh, King, like, a pervert or, like, a perverse masochist or something. I don't yeah, know he's a BDSM pervert. <laughs> I mean, look at him. Why is he in that, like, gimp gear? It's really weird. We learn his, that his power is um, a dinosaur, and I'm just like, this man has wings normally, and he ha can be turned into a flying dinosaur? Fuck this guy. There is a, this is way ahead, but I, I gotta get it out of the way right now. Um, I, I know it, it's, it means nothing, but I like that the dinosaur fruits are dragon dragon fruit model. Ancient, uh, yes. It implies that dinosaurs and dragons are the same thing. The, yeah, they're they're not mythical, like because I guess there must be a real dragon fruit, like Komodo dragon fruit, that isn't mythical. Um, and then there's the ancient ones, which are all the dinosaurs. <laughs> I have to wonder, and the answer to this, I'm sure, is yes, because you know I'm looking. You go back how far, and you're like, oh, Oda must have thought of this that long ago. I'm like, when he introduces X Drake, surely he knows there's going to be like 10 other dinosaurs. Surely. <laughs> He's made a list of them all. And X Drake is just like the first drop. Well, you, you cannot introduce a guy who could turn into a fucking dinosaur and then not deliver on more dinosaurs. That's that's evil. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and also somewhere along the line, he was like, I got to invent some Power Rangers to fight these guys. <laughs> he just like, around the time X Drake uh, was written in, he's like, Oh shit! This Jurassic Park movie is really cool. Yeah, probably. <laughs> did Did you know that? Uh, I don't think I assume you don't know like anything about basketball. No. <laughs> uh, the team. I the pretended to as a child. <laughs> the The team, the Toronto Raptors. The reason they're named that is because the NBA ex like had expansion teams in the nineties, and the city of Toronto had a vote, and, and Jurassic Park had just come out. So everyone was like, "Raptors, fucking Raptors, Raptors That's are sick. awesome." <laughs> That's cool. I'm I'm now have to get into basketball actually. <laughs> no, when I was a kid, I got like my school gave me free tickets to an Orlando Magic game. Oh. And sick. I went and I was like, Yes, I understand and enjoy this. And I didn't. 
I was lying. <laughs> Fair. That's also more like a punishment because that team's never been good. <laughs> That's also my understanding the older I get. But I don't know. I grew up in Florida. What the fuck you want me to do? <laughs> Nothing's True. good there. <laughs> uh, anyways, yes. Uh, King and Queen are here. Um, they also... some. I think... It, yeah. The reason that King is called a fucking pervert or whatever is because uh, King asks Queen... Hey, why haven't you broken the spirit of those people at the uh, prison camps yet or whatever? And he's like, I don't know, basically calls King a pervert for wanting to get these people to submit sooner. Queen does not go to the any of the camps yet in this chunk, but... No. 919, though, this next episode, we go back to our lady ninjas. They are running away from people who have noticed them, trying to escape. Nami makes some cat noises. And it doesn't really work because Shinobu is too scared and screams some more. Um, she'll after they get outside, she's like, "Yes, yeah, I'm just scared of sharp objects." And Nami's like, "So you're just useless in all fights? <laughs> yeah. That's your deal." And uh, it continues with a bit of, "Well, there's other things that a mature woman is useful for. The yeah, power like of a, a mature woman, <laughs> like summoning a kite to glide away on the wind, which they do." And uh, apparently they heard enough that they learned um, where they're stockpiling weapons before, I guess. I, I'm assuming these were ones that would have been exported by Doflamingo, but now they're just like stocking up instead, is I guess my understanding, but I don't know. Uh, but in the capital, Sanji's already getting popular, or should I say Sangoro is his secret name here. That's a and he's making, different guy. A completely different dude. And he's making <laughs> soba. He's like, yep, everyone loves it. And they're like, Sanji, you're supposed to be attracting samurai. We can give these flyers to. This line is exclusively babes. What are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, I'm making soba. As, as intended. Um, they're also getting unwanted attention from, we'll later learn, uh, Yakuza members. Who are like, you have to pay into our family for protection. But that's a later scene. We'll go back to Udon. Um, we meet a little old man who has main character disease uh, because <laughs> he's got blue hair and pronouns yeah and little old glasses he's old man heo and he's just like stumbling around he can't lift blocks he can't swing a pick so it's really just a matter of time until luffy meets him yeah um luffy is racing kid though and he starts calling him jaggy i can't remember if this predates like was he doing this in Sabaody? I don't remember. I can't remember. I was trying to figure out, I was like, why the fuck does he call him Jaggy? And then I think, I should Google that. And I go, no, I shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> something bad could happen if I do that, so no. I mean, I'll Google it for you. <laughs> go to the One Piece Reddit, see what they're thinking. I imagine, Posted I figure it's two probably got to be some kind of pun with how Eustace Kid is spelled and how Jaggy is spelled with the katakana or something. According to this Reddit post, uh, from <laughs> posted by user my pronoun is poop two <laughs> okay. years ago. All right, asks what was up with the nickname, and um, apparently it's because he has draggy hair. That was the consensus on another post like this. So okay, I'll take it. That that that's uh that sounds like Luffy. That sounds like my boy Luffy. And I mean, kid's response is just to call him Monkey, which is like essentially his name anyway. Yeah. But like monkey derogatory. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, so they're just immediately like this, racing back and forth, arguing with each other. We learn that they got like they've moved like five hundred stones, so they're just like eating a bunch <laughs> and recovering. 
it's very funny that it's like, yeah, they're able to do this much work with the sea prism stone cuffs. I'm like, <laughs> to the point where they're scaring the guards. They're like, yeah. oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> we can never let them off of those things. It's essentially weighted clothing, the way it works. <laughs> yeah. Because they're just going to do, be doing all of this shit in here. Very limited. <laughs> There's other side effects of that, too. But we'll, we'll get there when they get there. There's a hippo man. His name is Dobbin. And he's like, his body is inside of the hippo mouth because these fucking gifters or whatever are crimes against humanity. Yep. He's like part hippo, but also <laughs> the hippo. It's, I it's hate like a, it. It's a hippo grew out of him in one of the worst imaginable ways. <laughs> this is a worse situation than the guy who had a lion tummy. Yeah. Um, and it's also very funny because sometimes the hippo just closes its mouth and then you can't hear him anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like he's... He's still rambling off some complaint. He's mad because all the food's gone, and they're like, well, they did the work. <laughs> yeah. Traded in the tickets for it. What do you want me to do? So they bring out Luffy and Kid, and they're like twice as big because they ate all of the food. <laughs> you you never really see this with someone that isn't Luffy. Like, Luffy, yeah. sure, he's he is a you know human cartoon character, even in the world of One Piece by their metrics. Seeing Kid all puffed up, I'm like, oh, that's new. You don't usually see that. Or, at least, but, you know, maybe maybe it's just you don't see a non-straw hat do that. Yeah. But within the range of Luffy, you can turn into a cartoon character. <laughs> but I, I guess Kid's been in the range long enough. That must be it. That makes sense. There's also um something that I saw, and I was like, no, that, that can't be right. So I reround. Why is Caribou here? Why is he just, like, hanging out? Yeah, we no, find out one... a little bit later, but I saw that. I saw it flash, but I was like, wait a minute. That can't be yeah. right. That can't they, be right. They sneak him in early in one of the like random crowd shots. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck is he doing here? I thought he was yeah. like dead. No, I could have well, he died. Well, he has a very story to cover story arc, <laughs> which they, they hint at in an episode or two when he starts talking to Luffy and there's a flashback. Yeah. The short version is that he gets kicked out of Fishman Island by Jinbei and ends up in the New World, separated from his crew and mistaken for a revolutionary leader. He basically becomes Che Guevara for like one island. But like, it's just because he looks like another guy who was actually a revolutionary leader. And he leads this revolt against Scotch, who we've actually seen before in one episode. Um, Scotch is a is a animal kingdom pirate that is in episode five thirteen. I looked up because that's like one of those. Hey, let's check on other members of the worst generation. Uh, right before the time skip, and that's when X Drake is like on a snow island, saying they have to go find Kaido. Apparently, Scotch is in that episode as well. Oh, huh. So Scotch is then fought by Car, beaten by Caribou, which we see. And then x shows up and gives it to him and drags him. And then x basically drags him here at some point in after the time skip. But uh, it's very funny because the, there's a cover story that's just called A Dinosaur Appears. And that's when <laughs> x enters that story. But yeah, there's just like images of Caribou's head with that look like the Che Guevara shirt. I should, yeah. we should make, I, they should, someone should make those like one piece <laughs> che, che Guevara. Guevara, I think is the actual character's name. I wish there was a whole arc. I wish there was like, I watched the whole five episodes. Yeah. 
Yeah, we'll learn that later when Caribou actually starts talking. But he is kind of hidden in here yeah. in 919. Luffy and Kid are like, hold on, let us digest real quick. They go back to their normal size. And they're like, how are you able to do that? And Kid's like, what? Everybody takes a shit. <laughs> Every, everyone eats, digests it, and then shits it out. And I'm like, did you just shit right there in front of Like, is that what happened? <laughs> Used as Captain Kid in a diaper? Is that what's happening right now? But no, probably not. Funny joke. Doban, the hippo man, goes to, like, beat them up, though. And Kid's like, all right, I'm going to defend myself. And Luffy's like, no, don't. Wait. And then they get eaten. <laughs> they both are eaten by the big hippo and then beat the shit out of the guy inside the mouth. <laughs> and they walk away and they're like, hey, you can't do that. And Kid's like, do you have any proof? Did anyone see us do it? And then everybody starts to like Luffy, but he um, doesn't care. <laughs> he also picks up the little guy. He picks up old man Hio off the ground because uh, he sees him, notices him uh, bloodied up and, and knocked over. Uh, Luffy does his classic whistle also when they're pretending they didn't do anything. <laughs> uh, but in the next episode, we check back in on Sanji cooking his soba. Um, Frankie, Robin, and Usopp eating, catching up. They're talking about like Luffy being in uh, Udon, and they're like, yeah, that's fucking far away, but I'm sure he'll show up when the time matters. <laughs> Surely we don't have to worry about him. We got our own shit. No, he'll be there. Usopp mentions how much he missed Sanji's cooking. And, uh, yeah, they talk again, like, you're supposed to be bringing in samurai, and you're not. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Frankie's just like, come on, make something that samurai, but like, like something spicy that goes with sake. He's like, absolutely not. <laughs> he refuses. <laughs> There's just so many pretty ladies. No, Sanji knows exactly how to cook for gender. Spit like... <laughs> And if he's, I mean, if he learned anything during the time skip, that might be it. But we don't talk enough about how, like, the thing, I mean, we don't talk about Sanji's time skip because it sucks. Yeah, he's supposed to learn, like, special recipes, like it's a yes. fucking video game. Yeah, like, they were supposed to, like, power people up. And I don't know if that's ever actually come up since then. I guess maybe, like, <laughs> the, that the, ba the lowest we could think of it is just, like, uh, I guess he ate the food and he got stronger. And that's how he's stronger. Maybe that's what we were supposed to take away from it. But I feel like the way... No, you wanted he wanted to learn recipes. Yeah, what he presented as recipes, like, oh, you feed it to everyone and everyone gets stronger. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. The, maybe between that, like, oh, he, he wanted to do something. They say, oh, wait, Sanji's one of the three people who, gets, who get to, like, fight, fight. So <laughs> we can't have him just, like, pouring food into Robin's mouth before she goes and fights some bad guys. I'm sure someone wants that, though. Uh, I mean, I do, but... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we can't make him support class. Maybe post Wano. Maybe now the the, the power disparity between Z uh, Zoro and Sanji is so high <laughs> that they can just completely turn him into support class. And yet again, I must repeat, Sanji, not part of the worst generation. Zoro is. So cope, seethe, Sanji stands. Sanji sells. Zoro, Chad, stay winning. Classics, uh, Vince Smoke L. <laughs> what a cool last name, though, Vince. That Smoke. is, especially because he smokes. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that has something to do with it. Um. So what else? Fuck. Oh yeah. So two things essentially happen in this scene. Uh, with with Sanji. One, we're introduced to a small girl with a big goofy smile who won't stop laughing. <laughs> Her name is Toko, also Otoko, but that translates to male, and she is not a boy. Um, isn't that so funny? <laughs> yeah, and uh, 
And it's not like not only does she laugh a bunch, it's it's a bit that the other characters comment on. So you know it's a serious yeah. bit to where they're like, Oh, is she crying or laughing? <laughs> yeah, because she laughs when bad things happen, which is unrelated to anyone else we meet in this arc this trunk, so don't worry about it. <laughs> uh but that's not really the point of the scene at first though, because really it's about these three guys from uh the Kiyoshiro. That's I Family, yeah, they call it yeah. the, they call it the Kiyoshiro family because he's a yeah, because a leader. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, you gotta pay into the family for protection. You're not allowed to be on our turf. And Sanji's like, I don't need your protection. I'm stronger <laughs> than you. And they're like, oh really? And then they destroy his stand and knock the bowl out of this little kid's hands. And then Sanji beats their ass. Yeah, Usopp when he sees the food hit the ground, he's like, oh, that's the thing that makes Sanji the mad the most. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> After he beats the rest, he does, like, shove the food into their math- mouth, and he's like, you're not wasting this. Yeah! Which is a power move, if there ever was one. <laughs> also, Frankie joins in and does a suplex. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, he does call Frenosuke Fren- suplex. He does keep up kayfabe of the name. <laughs> Proud of him. Like, I mean, if anyone's gonna, I mean, a wrestler <laughs> That's true. Of a- among this group, it might be, might be Frankie. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so after this, you hang out with Toko a little more. She does her bit where she she introduces herself and then does the little name bit. Yep, yeah, and Frankie is the one who's like, why is she, is she crying or laughing? Like, she's laughing at her food being knocked out of her hand. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Um, she also mentions that she's late for work. She has to go. The Oiron procession. After all of this information is dropped, Frankie's like, I don't know what any of these words mean. Can someone explain it to me? And a uh, weird old lady shows up and explains it. I was like, why did I recognize her? And it's because she was in uh, a previous scene with Robin. Like, they work together. Yeah, in her she's teaching him how geisha, to be a geisha. Geisha, geisha. I always say that one wrong. Yeah, but she shows up and explains it for the the, the people in the audience who don't know, um, including me, even though I've seen this before. I'm just like, what do these mean? <laughs> I, I, I haven't thought about it since the last time this scene happened. But they're like, yeah, the Oiron. They're like idols. <laughs> and right now we have one, and her name is Kumurasaki, um, a name you can't Google. And she's going to the Shogun's banquet. And uh, Toko also said that she, Robin asked Toko if she was a Kamura, which is like a child attendant to the Oiron. Um, also, the uh, old lady who looks like a, a lantern to a paper lantern to, to Usam <laughs> uh, says, Hey, Robin, you've also been summoned to the Shogun. Let's go. So they go. And uh, that's great. Also worth mentioning, another thing that totally would have, I mean, t- did go completely over my head and then rewatching it. And I'm like, ah, God damn it. Um, Usopp recognizes Toko because she came up to him and was like, oh, your toad oil cures anything. That's great. Let me have some. Um, I'm like, oh, no, that has relevance to me now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> T- Toko also has like, oh, that's a character design. We'll see again. Yeah, that's a, a personality. It, it's it's one of those things that I, I I appreciate they're doing related to like we get to see everyone like doing stuff. But on top of that, it's like they're forming relationships with people in the land of Wano beyond like the one person who uh they're fighting for. So like with Alabasta, yeah. like they didn't make friends with really anyone besides Vivi. Here it's like uh they're getting everyone's getting like a close connection to the citizens who are unfortunately yeah. stuck under Kaido slash Orochi's rule, which is really nice. Yeah. I can't really think of another time that's happened and or like all the examples I can think of are still people who were like 
part of like fights that happen because i'm like i don't know maybe golly law but they all still fought alongside them in the end right yeah or uh the the frankie family to a i mean doesn't really count i guess but no i'm i i'm sure there maybe is another example maybe like it, it was kind of happening in dress rosa but not to this extent they were all, people, they all ended up being royalty by the end anyway yeah, like, they're the so thing. intrinsically tied to the land that's the thing about like heroes uh, like oh yeah no i'm a main character too and uh viola and and everything there but no like toko and otaba and like all these like kids or whatever like they're just people maybe you see more of them but they're just people <laughs> um oh we go back to udon before the episode's over and uh some guys are like hey what family are you from luffy like you're strong as shit everyone wants to be your friend Old man Hio comes over and thanks him, and Luffy's like, oh, here's some more food tickets, old man. Luffy loves an old guy. He's like, I, I can see that you can't do this work yourself, so I'll help you. And uh, Raizo pops back up and is like, I found the key to your cuffs, but they're very hard to get to, so you're going to be nerfed for a little while. But I'll get it, I promise. And then he goes away. And uh, as he toils away, Luffy, we uh, also get our glimpses at Kamarasaki. Uh, starting the procession as the the episode ends and the next episode starts 921 with more of her they like hold off showing her face for a while though they do um as soon as they mention the name i was like oh i bet that's the lady that's uh playing the the music when they do like the wano act stuff and i was right yeah you do see her put on a mask and do it (laughs) i was also a little surprised uh, because i was like 50 50 on oh that's gonna be be a person or i don't know it's just like a fun like almost like greek chorus kind of thing that's going on it's playing that's just playing music for the show which would be neat yeah i think i'm i i, I can't i i probably expected it to be a person too i don't remember though because i'm like i don't know oda doesn't usually introduce people that don't matter yeah <laughs> even to the extent of like the carpenter being something he drew 20 years ago yeah. like why not use that design again i came up with it it's funny um but yes uh she is here. Toko rolls up to the procession late, and she's like, that's fine. Don't worry about it. And uh, we, we see a bunch of old guys crying watching her, which might not seem that strange at first, but later we'll learn that they've all been fleeced out of their uh, all of their money by her. <laughs> Hell yeah. And uh, yeah, so this, we go back to Udon again, and this is where Caribou starts talking to Luffy. And we get like a quick slideshow recap of, here's all the terrible things he did against mermaids. And then he got punched so hard by Jinbei that he'd Became a leftist by accident. <laughs> and the next drink got him. Yeah, and it, yeah, it all leads him back here. He's begging Luffy for dumpling tickets as well. He's like, help me, please, God, please let me, help me. Let me team up with you. Please feed me. And Luffy's like, fuck off, dude. I don't like you. I thought we were done with you like 300 episodes ago. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. He's like, I know you're trying to break out. I can help. I know so much shit because I've been here for so long. <laughs> but that's it for now. And we go back to Kiyoshiro. Big pompadour boy learning about the soba cook. Uh, the guy that didn't get the, the Yakuza member that didn't get his ass beat cries back to daddy and is like, Can you beat up the soba cook for us? And he's like, Yeah, I'll get Queen to send some assassins, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, we finally get our first glimpse of the Shogun by way of seeing a bunch of heads <laughs> floating around a sort of a sort of Hydra shape. It's, it's, um, it's an Orochi. Because <laughs> yeah. he's Orochi. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is very fun. Look, no one ever said Oda was a subtle guy. 
<laughs> Imagine like being born with that name and you're like, fuck, I gotta find the fruit that matches what I'm named mm-hmm. after or I'm gonna be a joke. Yeah. Well, so, like this the scene with uh, Sanji. He was like, I maybe I don't want to be called Vin Smoke, but I do still have to start smoking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bits are ingrained <laughs> in mm-hmm. my DNA. Yeah. That was the one thing that his mom couldn't fight. Was the the bit part? It's actually also true. Every part of him is a normal human except for his lungs. He has like he has like like genetically super great lungs. <laughs> That's the one thing that stuck with the uh, the Germa experiments. Mm-hmm. So I mean, why waste it? Uh, but yeah, so the show in this introduction of the Shogun Orochi, he is saying that he wants to make Kamurasaki his. Will he succeed? Who can say? Um, Sanji and Du Bois, uh, which is to say Usopp and Frankie, they are waiting on the street to see the Oiran Komorasaki. Yeah, see if she's as hot as everyone says she is. Everyone says she's like the most beautiful woman. Somebody, I mean, is that Wano's closed off? Do they know that there's like a democratically voted hottest woman? Uh, it like that's whole. That's Boa Hancock's whole deal. <laughs> and she was introduced a while ago. So that now Oda's like fuck. I can draw better than I used to. I can't be topping Boa Hancock every week. The uh, the thing I was thinking with this, because what they reacted, I was like, well, that's how they're going to react. It's like, every woman in this franchise looks pretty similar. That is the other problem, <laughs> Which, is that Oda I, I doesn't... I wish that was like a bit. I wish that was like, they could have done that for a bit, but... <laughs> Because that would be really funny. Is it? It's just like Robin or someone sitting in there and they're reacting like they've never seen someone who looks like it before. Mm-hmm. All of the women are hot in the exact same way when he draws them. And the only distinction is when he makes like, okay, this one's goth. And they're like, oh shit, somehow this one's distinct. What <laughs> yeah. the hell? Because she, she does have like a, dis- her, she has bigger eyebrows than most like women in this mm-hmm. series do. I think the Wano character designs are feel a little more distinct yeah oda's usual bucket of tricks it's kind of crazy that i'm like man this guy still has his fastball (laughs) like you'd think like we have our complaints about his uh bad habits or character designs being funny when maybe i wish they weren't still pretty great at character design though (laughs) yeah I mean, uh, even though it's like a small thing, Okiku being like nine foot three or whatever is distinct enough. Like mm-hmm. Rebecca and Violet were just like as tall as everyone else. <laughs> yeah, I wonder too. Like Dressrosa, maybe might like it might be the arc most struggling from like oh I came up with too many warlords. Like I need to do something with them because <laughs> I'm like I don't know. I, Wano certainly feels like he's been sitting on it for a long time. Yeah. Like, I wonder how long ago maybe he even started sketching these people or came up with this, these characters versus Dressrosa. I'm like, yeah, we're playing the hits, I guess, because Doflamingo has been set up to be a big deal. And what matters in that arc is Doflamingo and Law. I'm glad that Juan never feels that way. <laughs> For me, anyway. I don't know. Not everybody. Surely not everybody likes it the best, but we get a flashback to learn a year ago why some of these old guys are so mad at her and the answer is that um we're giving them all their money being like oh I'll buy your freedom from this place and i will uh i don't know what the term would be for the place that she's working at but they're like no i'll buy you and i'll give you all this money and they would call it like see- a pleasure hall that's what the okay. subtitles said i think I could, it, it's just it like down. 
implied like prostitution. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it implied to the extent that like this show for teenagers can. Yeah, I guess it's something that's just kind of like known about that time in Japan. I think too, so you can just kind of like hint at it. <laughs> but yeah, so we see this guy who's named Bingo, um, Bingo the Fool. He s- steals away all this money and gives it to her. And it's like, yeah, hold it for me. And once I have enough, we'll, we'll buy your freedom. And slowly see his life deteriorate. He's like, he's like evicting and fucking over tenants. Like he's a landlord and he's fucking them <laughs> over to get their money. Lending money to people and then demanding it back uh, in double. Seems to lose a marriage in the process. Loses his health. Can't afford to go to the doctor. <laughs> Just uh, all of his money going straight to her. And then it finally is like, all right. We finally have enough. Let's go. And everyone laughs at him. She's like, no, I spent it all. Fucker. Idiot. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe you fell for it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, now there's like an army of these fucking guys. I'm <laughs> um, also in that flashback. We do see that Kiyoshiro is uh, with her at the pleasure hall. He's never that far away from her. Ultimately, they've got they've got similar hair colors. That's true. They both have blue hair and pronouns. <laughs> but yeah, so that. Is, is sort of peppered in here, and then we go back to the present, and uh, we do that. Th- now we get to see her face, and the straw hats do their awugas, and the poor old people are like, "Hey, fuck, hey, mean lady, why did you do this to us?" And she's like, "I don't like you. You're poor. Get out of here, poor people." And that's the end of the episode. And uh, nine twenty-two. Next one, we check back in on Zoro. Now it's been a minute since he got lost and separated from everybody. And uh, he's weirdly starts with him standing out in the rain with uh, this older guy, big old smile on him. Inside, we see Zoro drinking and gambling. And the weird guy is here. His name's Tono Yasu, which we'll learn here in a a, a minute. Um, But they're hanging out and Zoro's like, here's a repayment for the sushi on the boat and the conversation on the boat. I I pointed him out last time. I was like, hey, if you know what he looks like, there he is. (laughs) And if you don't, Probably don't notice him. <laughs> yeah, so Zoro's gambling, and then we'll check back in on him a little bit later. We see Nami learn that Zoro went missing, and I think from Kinemon, but Kinemon's like, yeah, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, and Nami's like, fuck, he's always getting lost. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Not even in Wano anymore. He's in Kano now. <laughs> he's just, he's like in Bleach. He's just in another manga entirely. <laughs> yeah, he heard it, he heard it was coming back. So. <laughs> it's like, oh, a thousand year blood war. <laughs> Cool. He's the one who starts that. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> um, Kinemon seems to have gotten some swords for the raid. Uh, Carrot wanders like stealing food from some places that have food. But uh, important point in the scene is Carrot leaves a note saying, I shoot Maru did this. LMAO. And then they leave. So they're pinning all of these thefts that they're doing on a Shiradoji, hoping that, I don't know, he'll be like, yeah, you're right. I should fight Kaido. Or at the very least get him, like, out of options. So, uh, Frankie eventually gets to work. It's like, sorry I was late, hot lady. And, anyways, I'll work, like, ten times as hard if you show me these blueprints I want to see. What, Minamoto, I think his name is, the carpenter, is like, yeah, yeah, well, here's the thing. I pawned him off, like, ten years ago. <laughs> and Rocky's like, how, uh, Frankie's like, how dare you and shoots rockets out of his shoulder. <laughs> I, I I also I just I think like how does he how is he not found suspicious <laughs> anyway he's a I, yeah I don't know hard to say but ultimately shakes out that he gets fired here 
after shooting rockets at his boss. And he's like, that doesn't matter. I quit. So then he just goes around to like pawn shops and he's like, hey, did you buy these? And they're like, oh, yeah, this guy bought them. Goes find that guy and he's like, oh, yeah, I gave it to my landlord because I couldn't pay rent. Uh, oh, yeah, I gave it to uh, Geisha. And, and then she's like, oh, yeah, I didn't know what to do with it. So I handed it off to some other random guy. <laughs> like, it's just. <laughs> it, it's uh see what it should have been is frankie should have had to do like a zelda trade quest <laughs> that's basically what this feels like <laughs> yeah uh but he runs around and apparently it must have ended up in curry <laughs> who could possibly have it who would want it here is what Kinemon asks when he learns so yeah i mean like oh someone fucking bought him up so shit like this couldn't happen <laughs> you'd think i don't know um frankie also runs into kanjuro we haven't seen him in like a grip but he's just, like, selling his ugly fish that he drew? <laughs> like, no, these fish always look like this. They always have, uh, you're being ridiculous. You're making, gaslighting? You're making words <laughs> up again. <laughs> Basically. And that's about, about it. Keenum, but yeah, Keenamon learns this and is like, who could have it? Karen and Wanda show up there and is like, you left the note? Good. Surely this will get a Shiradoji on our side. Um, so we go back to Zoro, who's... I guess using observation hockey to cheat at gambling. Um, and then is like, be- when he fails or loses, he realizes they must be cheating too. So he like destroys the whole shop. And there's like a, a little guy <laughs> cheating at dice underneath the table. Yeah. He just like pokes up to flip it. Yeah. It works, I guess, but yeah. not against this guy <laughs> who was, was already cheating to begin with. Although yeah. he does have good luck. I, I was going to say, I, I don't know if using your uh, hockey is cheating, is it? <laughs> I don't know. Hockey's not real. It's hard to say. <laughs> this is a cartoon. <laughs> Can I get thrown out in Vegas for using my hockey? They catch yeah. me. Well, they catch my eyes glow them. red. <laughs> yeah. That's actually what uh, is happening in Twin Peaks Season 3. Uh, Agent, Agent Dale Cooper is using his hockey. <laughs> but anyway, so Zoro is, you know, knocking everybody out. And Tono Yasu is like... Hey, don't kill this guy. Maybe just, you know, give him what he won before he realized you were cheating. Before you started cheating. Yeah. So they get uh, some money, and yeah, he introduces himself. His name's Tono Yasu. He's following around Zoro, because he's just like, I'm sure I'll be fine if I'm next to this guy. <laughs> and uh, apparently those guys were also working for the Kiyoshira family. Dang! Is there a second Yakuza family? Can I get a second Yakuza family in Wano? Mm-mm. They're the big one. Yeah, it does seem that way. Because they have ties to the government. That's, yep. <laughs> nail on the head nail nail on the nose uh but ahead of uh zoro and and tony uh is, is uh abisu town which is where tony yasu is from they're gonna go there speaking of the shogun which we were i guess technically uh he's uh meeting with cp0 yeah <laughs> speaking like... of speaking of ties and governments <laughs> and uh who is he's a he's there he's meeting with them because like now that uh, your arms dealer has been taken care of, uh, you have to buy your weapons illegally through us to fight pirates. Um, and mm-hmm. They used to go through Dofi. That, that would explain why CP0 was able to do stuff for him, more so than just his, uh, his heritage, which his parents revoked that he shouldn't have had, and that kind of closes that loop for us. Yeah, which I hadn't even really thought about it that way, but you're probably right. 
a lot of stuff in dresser is I'm just like, why is that happening? And then like I forget about it a week later. <laughs> I'm not like I'm not like holding on to those loops trying to close them, but uh, and, and, you're probably right on about that. And then you see Bellamy b- bouncing around for uh, three months worth of episodes. You're like, I don't. Yeah, by then you've forgotten that, that Kiros was ever a toy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just like. <laughs> Well, Joker got he gotta go through us, and uh, we want I want more demands because of this. I'm like, we can't fucking give you Vegapunk. Yes, yeah, specifically, <laughs> he wants Vegapunk. Lord knows why, but Jesus. <laughs> I mean, if uh, Caesar was working with Vegapunk and he was able to make um smile, imagine how good Vegapunk could make things. Uh, I mean, he made the fruit that what what's his nuts? Uh, Momonosuke ate. Yeah. So presumably, he could keep working on that. Or maybe he's getting confused and uh, thinks it's Venga Punk, and he's he's really into Venga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the greatest scientist in One Piece, uh, the Venga Bus. <laughs> yeah, probably you're probably right about that. But yeah, so then you see him turn into his his little uh, snake heads again, still in shadow, but whatever. He also shot one of the guys in the head. Uh. <laughs> he seems fine though. Yeah, he does. Which is <laughs> scary. Yeah. Nah, whatever. CP0, <laughs> they can't be that big a deal, right? <laughs> no, that's zero. That's the lowest number. I bet CP yeah, no. like 72 is way stronger. Yeah, and they don't they don't have the exact same thing that the fucking Baroque works did, right? <laughs> Only Baroque works counted backwards. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we the procession of the of Kamurasaki still going towards the palace. We see Momonosuke training and talking to Otama. He's like, why aren't you speaking to me with honorifics? And Because you're a small boy. Uh, <laughs> apparently, I guess off screen, uh, she must have asked about family or something. Because Momonosuke is like, yeah, so anyways, I do have a sister, um, Hiyori. I guess she would be 26 now because she was not sent into the future. Also, nobody found her body. So I, he's just like, I'm sure she's alive. She would be 26. I'm not going to find her until i'm done fighting because i don't want her to be a target so hey, leave that, that out there i guess <laughs> that won't come back now uh next that's, episode 923 that's not what that's not another push pin in the giant board of this series that is like that's something to remember at one point 923 tony takes zoro to his town it's run down as shit uh but unlike leftoversville um, everyone here laughs. Everyone here's like, ha ha, we're miserable. Ha ha ha. Why <laughs> I'm not so laugh? I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. My tooth fell out. <laughs> you couldn't even chew food if you had your teeth. Ha 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 ho! Uh, bits upon bits here in uh, a BC. This is called a Bitsu town. Ha <laughs> uh, ha. So I do like people forcing Zoro to f- smile, though. Like <laughs> shoving <laughs> fingers into his face. It's really good. But yeah, so that's peppered out throughout this episode. Uh, we also see cutting back and forth between this is like the Shogun having like all of the food brought to him and him being like, I don't want this. Throw this one away. I yeah. like chicken. Also, if you don't like chicken, shouldn't they know that by now? Why are they making it? I, I Why, think you he, know he doesn't like it. He, here's the thing. I, 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 I'm sh- I think this could be something they've done in cinema. Um, I think, I, th- I think there's, I think, uh, maybe, maybe a, a group of people a long time ago, I don't know, Russians, maybe, well, I'll just throw out a random nationality, figured out that if you, like, cut between two different things, it, like, makes a point, and you can tell what's going on. Yes, And, true. uh, 
they're they're showing this guy's excess of throwing food that he doesn't like away while this 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 uh village is um is starving and hungry and all they can do is laugh because like at least they're laughing and happy and mm-hmm. i don't know if there's like a term for this or something but someone should make something like come up with one if, yeah if there isn't yeah if there was is... theoretically something in like theoretical vi- visual like f- uh storytelling <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, I think Tarantino has to step aside because now we're the ones doing cinema speculation. <laughs> it's a joke for anyone who knows the title of his recent book. But yeah, no, I mean, these, these we're going back and forth. Between these. I just don't know. I feel like by now they know he doesn't like chicken. That's what I'm strung up on. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I figure it's probably like one week he does, the other week he doesn't. Kind of yeah, thing. No, I completely believe that. <laughs> <laughs> Rich people be crazy. No, he's he's just like me when I was a kid. I was really, I'm still picky, but I was a really picky kid. Where if it didn't seem appealing to me, I would have already have decided that I didn't like it. My mom got me to eat roast beef by calling it brown chicken because <laughs> I loved chicken. Smart. And I'm and it worked. I now like roast beef, but uh, they should do that for <laughs> for. Orochi, they should be. He should be like, no, I only drink sake, and he's like, you should really drink some water. This is like flavorless sake. This is like a special, rare type of sake that like, doesn't what? taste like anything and gets you doesn't get you drunk. Um, and then he would be hydrated. See that? That's how people trick me into drinking water. They're like Jory, it's Crystal Mountain Dew. I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm after I'm done drinking, I'm like, wait a minute, that was water. Wait a minute. You guys tricked me again. There should be more crystal drinks. There really should. Actually, they did have clear Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew Ice It was really bad. It was supposed oh, to be like that? a 7-Up type thing. It was not good. Mm, yeah. Don't drink a lot of don't drink a lot of soda these days. If they were clear, maybe I would. I guess that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what I want is a clear soda that tastes like a dark soda. When we crack <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. Uh anyways, yeah. Every yeah. Someone offers Zoro uh crystal pepsi uh clear water clean water they're like look it's not poisoned or whatever and he's like i i shouldn't and they're like no accept it indulge um and he drinks it and it's a big deal um and tono yasu's singing his little song about why not laugh and then we go back to rochi who's like demanding women now he gets his women um and he likes robin she's here by the way um her her plans seem to be working so far and uh kamurasaki arrives as uh, as he's demanding, where's um, the most important one, I believe, is the phrase he uses. And uh, now it's nighttime. The, the, the party's starting. And in the capital, La visits Sanji. And Sanji's like, you're not welcome here. Get out of here. <laughs> Which I don't know why he says it like that. I don't know if he just means like... I, I figured it was uh, no men. <laughs> oh, maybe that's it, yeah. You're kind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he's like, he's tells Sanji to hide. He's like, some people are coming who know our faces. Alongside someone from the Toby Ropo, which is an elite force that we, I guess, are hearing about for the first time. It's the top six of the headliners. Is, uh, that makes sense. Did they say that? I didn't, I didn't catch it if they did. But I think they said it's like the top some, some of the headliners, and I believe the number was six. I think that's right. With Hawkins being one, and then... X Drake and then Page One, who's uh, coming after him. Yeah, Page One is a dinosaur. <laughs> and what a we name! We do not see what he looks like normally. We only see him in full zone modes. Yeah, <laughs> it's a uh, the skip ahead. It is cool that we got to see a zone guy like 
change modes like Chopper does. Like, no other zone guys yeah. have really done that. You see extra in this episode have, like, the top of his head just be a dinosaur. Like, that one dog guy in Marineford that I just assumed was wearing a hat. Yeah. But no, that is X Drake being in between the two farms. Also a dinosaur, by the way. Two dinosaurs and Hawkins. Um, page one, I think, is also a card game thing, though, right? Like, is it just like, I don't know. Tell us on the Discord if you know. <laughs> yeah, say I feel something. Like I, I feel like, I, 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 yeah, go talk in the Discord. I'll have forgotten I said this by the time it comes up. But, <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, so they're on their way here looking for uh, Sangoro. Since because he fucked up the Yakuza members. Speaking of Yakuza, after the eye catch, we see Kiyoshiro, who's also at the Shogun's place uh, during this party. Go back to Luffy, who's ignoring Caribou. And Caribou's like, yeah, bye bye. He's like, Luffy's like, go help Kid or whatever. Team up with him. And Caribou's like, no, Kid tried to take down Big Mom, and one of his subordinates took off his arm. He didn't even lose his arm to Big Mom. And Kid's like, that's not true. Like he just walks up. <laughs> Who's your source? Where'd you get? Yeah. Did you read this on the wiki? Anyone can edit that. Yeah. Were you reading this uh, on Reddit? The fo- the the forums? Come on. Didn't have a cover story, so I don't know. <laughs> I got no source. Lots well, of the red hair pirates. Yes, he says that he he took down a sweet general of uh, from the Big Mom pirates, but like that was all he wanted. Like he got what he wanted out of that, and then later, unrelated, lost his arm <laughs> against the red hair pirates. Which I'm like. Bro, what are you doing up against the red hair pirates? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did they do to you? Also, why are you still here? Why did you only lose an arm? <laughs> Have you seen Film Red? You weren't in it. Oh, man. What if that's who Shanks is talking to the Celestial Dragons about? We think it's Luther. But he's like, hey, you know this one? You know, kid, I ripped his arm off. <laughs> yeah. Can you, can you hit me up with someone who can reattach arms? I'm going to put Kid's arm on my arm. I lost, I, I, I'm refilling my own arm. That's what he meant when he said he was uh, betting it on a new generation. He's finally paying out. <laughs> and getting an arm of the worst generation. Be funny, then it also has the magnet powers for some reason. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I don't know, weird. I don't know what's up with the show. I forgot that he lost his arm to show. I also was under the impression still, despite having seen this before, I, if asked, I would have been like, yeah, Big Mom, right? I don't know. <laughs> but no he says he's gonna take down kaido and luffy's like no me and we go back to nami and shinobu who are sneaking into the shogun's palace they mentioned that brook is already there nami almost falls doesn't matter they sneak in and robin also sneaks out of the little party brook is just like in the well he's just like hiding in the well and is like yeah. all right time to explore as a ghost <laughs> i i like that when he first leaves he he he, ta- he, he does a skull joke and he, because he says, oh, getting rid of the weight of f- like flesh, something about that. Like, but I don't have any flesh. Mm-hmm. Also, it's kind of weird to tell a skull joke to myself. <laughs> he does it a lot, though. He does and, it again in this episode. <laughs> and the thing I th- that, that may- maybe I was imagining it when he first comes out, he's doing like a spooky voice, and then he he stops after he like says, "Yeah, I shouldn't do-. <laughs> like doing a skull joke to no one but myself is kind of vain." And he just talks normal after that, which is fun. Yeah, he's a fun guy. If anyone should be talking to themselves and doing bits, it's Brooke. <laughs> I mean, there's no way that's like a habit you could just quit after like 50 years or whatever, right? Like- <laughs> exactly. I'm like, I, I lived alone for like a year and I was talking to myself or my cats. That's the other thing. But it's like I'm playing like fucking God of War or whatever. People complain about too much dialogue in, in scenes or in gameplay. 
And I'm like, I only notice it when a character's by themselves. If a character's by themselves and talking like every 10 seconds, I'm like, shut up. <laughs> Who's listening to you? Not me. If your dad was here, you sure, you can talk to your dad all you want. <laughs> but you're just talking to me, and you don't know I exist. You're, you're a video game character. Yeah, no. But anyways, yeah, Brooke, no, I feel like Brooke should be talking to himself all the time. <laughs> that feels like a great character decision. But anyways, yeah, he's floating around and looking for shit in the palace. And he eventually finds himself into a room. I don't know if that's right away in this scene. Oh, yeah, it is. No, he just immediately goes through a door that's like heavy and secured. And he's like, what are those dolls? Is that a poneglyph? But we never see what he's looking at. <laughs> yeah. I want to know about those dolls. Does Kaido play yeah, dolls? dollies? <laughs> no, the Shogun does, though. <laughs> then we go to Kaido. Not playing with dolls. Um, but learning Drinking. that Big Mom is approaching. Also that, I suppose. He's yeah, I mean he is usually drinking too when you see him though. It's actually the weirdest thing about actually getting to the fights in Act Three is just like that's the longest I've gone without seeing him drink. What the fuck? He's gotta sober up for the real fights. But yeah, so Big Mom is approaching, her ship is being uh carried up, like already has carp attached to it, so they already know how to get into Wano proper. And uh he's like, If she comes here, I'll kill her. And uh we see all of the Big Mom pirates you know, fighting off weapons that are like guns are shooting at them. I don't know why they weren't shooting at Luffy, but uh, we see, you know, all of the usual suspects, Candyman, Genie Man, Smoothie, uh, other people whose names I don't know. I guess Katakuri hasn't recovered yet. He's not here. No, but and, uh, uh, Flam- Flampy, she's there, which I was like, huh. Yes. Why no? <laughs> I mean, I know why Katakuri's not there, like in a meta sense, at least. But... Yeah, narratively. <laughs> <laughs> if God of Curry showed up, that'd be fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> be so Round much going two, on. Luffy, let's go. <laughs> Did you get stronger yet? And he's like, no. <laughs> he's like, I gotta recover from my cameo in the movie in two years, mm-hmm. sorry. Basically, straight into 924, all of the things that happened in the last episode just kind of continue without dialogue for a couple minutes. And uh, then we go to, I guess, the end of the night, because Luffy's like in his cell. <laughs> looking up at the ceiling and Rizo he's thinking back to getting owned by Kaido and Rizo shows up and he's like oh Tom is better all right bye (laughs) yeah she's safe don't worry about it uh that key's gonna be hard to get but I can get it for you buddy don't worry more with the big mom entrance uh Queen is watching like a video feed and being like oh no She's going up the waterfall. Yeah. The king's like, I got this. I can fly. Yeah, because he... they're like doing work to the defenses too, taking out cameras. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of them and they're ready for it. Yeah. Uh, but King goes off and not only can he fly to begin with, because I guess he could fly. I don't know. He has wings. <laughs> he turns into uh, just another, like a winged dinosaur as well. But uh, ter- Pteranodon? I don't know if the piece silent or not. Yeah, it's silent. Pteranodon? <laughs> it's... It's the uh, dragon, dragon fruit, ancient model, uh, mm-hmm. pterodon. Yeah. King shows up and just kind of like kicks their ship off the waterfall. <laughs> yeah, he kicks the ship like, down and then kills Big Mom. Fuck you, Bob. go back. Big Bob's dead. <laughs> she yeah, falls she into falls into the whirlpool and, and dies. Drowns. <laughs> Rip. It was that easy. <laughs> just simply drown her. Yeah, it works. I mean, you know, fight, fight's over. And uh, then we go back into the capital where uh, they basically do the Jurassic Park shit of, like, the water 
shaking with the. <laughs> I mean, it's it's too a, good of a visual to not pay homage to. It is. No, you gotta do it as as page one uh, goes around and looks for for Sanji and just kind of destroys every soba shop. Like, is he here? Yeah. Is this the one? No. Well, yell for him. Um, you get his uh like introduction title card as well. It says a Spinosaurus. You think? Oh, did Oda just like grow up with one of those like dinosaur books? Do you think, or did he just buy one when he was like? I should put dinosaurs in One Piece. You think maybe his kids were getting really into like dinosaurs? <laughs> That's what inspired it. Maybe I don't know. I don't. Know, I don't know how many things. Family, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how many things in One Piece are other people's <laughs> or or like from other people. Because I know like it's like oh my wife likes law. I should put law in more. Yeah. Or at least people tell that story. That, I don't that's know. If that's because it's like um that's one of the things. That doesn't seem prevalent in this. In Berserk, one of the things people talked about is, like, um, the back chunks of it aren't nearly as dark or, like, gra- they're still pretty graphic, but they're not, there's not, like, women being assaulted or, like, as, like, fucked up, like, mass, like, gore and killing on, like, full-page spreads and, like, Guts is getting a family and stuff, and it's because he's, like, from the, from the beginning to then, it's like, oh, he's has, like, a wife and kids and, like, has kind of slowed down and his perspective has changed and stuff. Yeah, it's like when actors are like, "Yeah, I'll do a cartoon. I'll yeah. do a I'll do a Disney movie." <laughs> yeah, we get we get a page 1 in here looking for for San Goro and Usopp and Frankie are also running away. They run into Sanji and Law. Law is like, "If any of you get caught, don't give away any information. Die first. <laughs> <laughs> and, they're, and they're like, you can't say that. Luffy wouldn't say that. Like, they're I, like, well, I'm smarter than Luffy. I'm more efficient than him. Yeah. Usopp's like, I'll tell everything and get away. <laughs> no, are you kidding? <laughs> um, Frankie's like, why don't we just, if they know our face, we don't want to give away our face, we can just cover our face and fight them. And Law's like, we shouldn't fight anybody. <laughs> but Saji hears a woman yell and is like, I got to go fight this dinosaur. So he goes, and it's actually a funny scene where Page One not just destroys the soba shop, but then, like, eats the soba. <laughs> like, he's just, like, eating, being like, yell for Sangor, come on, hurry up. Yeah, it's like, well, they're like, hey, we don't know him, why are you doing this? Like, well, I'm looking for him, it's his fault now, It's his. he's making me do this, so you're gonna, you're gonna fi- help me find him, so you don't have to worry mm-hmm. about this anymore. Uh, and Sanji runs in and kicks him, and he's like, they're, Law's like, come on, once Hawkins shows up, they're gonna know who we are. And he's like, so I'll just beat them before they show up. <laughs> also, like, I can maybe fight with uh, my face covered if I turn into a Power Ranger. <laughs> huh? Huh? But uh, he, he takes out the Germa can, and the, then the to be continued yeah! thing turns invisible. <laughs> it's so cool. It gets all like sparkly. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so cool. <laughs> Did you think that you would be right that that's what his power was? Because we talked about this before. <laughs> Uh, I was like, I, I made as soon as he got the can, I made you guess on the oh, record, yeah. and you were like, "Well, he wanted to be invisible." <laughs> there is. <laughs> how how does how does his family know? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's the thing is, you, you you never learn about this character in the comic book that exists because there is in the in the Sora comic books there there apparently are like more German members than there actually are because they fill in a fictional third yeah a fictional stealth black uh which we mainly learn from law here being a huge <laughs> fucking nerd it's so good it's it's so good like he keeps me like everyone in north blue is nose but he's like so freaked out 
that he's like meeting one of his heroes by accident. He's like, why do you have that suit? Are you the real stealth black? If you do, then you can do this and you can do this. Well, that is one of his Oda heroes. Is so he's like, good I hated this. him so much. I hated yeah. those bad guys. Yeah, that's the other thing. And Sanji's like, I hate it. I hate them too. You're the, you're the enemy of the Sora, the warrior of the sea. Yeah. Stealth black. And that's where Sanji eventually makes up a new name for uh, this and he's like, I'm Soba Mask. Like, uh, let me see. Uh, uh, I make Soba and I'm wearing a mask. Oh, good. You did share an image with me. Soy, soy facing when he showed up. So, I did I'll be sure to tweet that so. out when this episode goes. I did a journal, so I had to do it. This, yeah. as, as soon as he pulled the kettle, I was like, oh, fuck. He's going to use it. Hell yeah. Yeah, and then you had to wait until the next day to watch the next episode. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, it's cool. Sanji gets turned into a fucking Power Ranger. I mean, it's in the opening. You've seen it probably like 20 times now, but... I, I watched the opening like once. <laughs> because okay, fair. very quickly, it's like, here's stuff that's going on in the episode. Like, I don't I don't need to see that. Yeah. But it's, it's, I, I love just Law knowing everything about it. It's like, I read all of them. Everyone in North Blue knows about this. Mm-hmm. I, I Who love writes- Sora. <laughs> Now, I don't know, remember if we got into this. Maybe we did. But, like, the fact that Sora is his mom's name and then the comic book is about all of the kids up against someone named Sora. Who writes the book in-universe? Who came up with that idea? Do none of them find it weird? That should be something that's, uh... That should be explored in the cover stories. That's what, uh, Germa Mm. and Caesar should be doing, is, like, finding out who writes those comics. Yeah. And, like, make a new issue where we kill Sanji. <laughs> yeah, and I, it's just, it's, it's fun that, like, Law knows everything. And it's, when it, first when it happened, I, I was like, why, why does, why is Law acting like this? It's like, oh, wait, he wasn't there. Like, it's, 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 it's really good that Sanji gets to use this power around people who weren't at whole cake to see all of the germa stuff yeah. so they get to be like holy fucking shit dude you're a power ranger holy shit mm-hmm. law and, especially and sanji Obviously. sanji isn't just gonna be like yeah they're my family whatever like he's dedicated to what he told us when him and his dad agreed you're not gonna say you're part of this family anymore he's not gonna say he's part of the family yeah he's like no i hate them i hate germa i will not be like them but i might as well try in the power ranger suit like come on what am I going to do, not try on the Power Rangers suit? <laughs> yeah. um, so Sanji can fly around. Uh, his kicks are better. Law's rambling off the lore. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, really it's like, he could turn invisible by blending yeah, no. in with his background. And then he yeah, he's that. like, yeah, he explains how the invisibility works. Um, the cape is a shield. It works like fucking foxes down B or whatever. But yeah, no, he's like, if he's really, if this is the real stealth black. He'll be able to turn invisible. And Sanji doesn't even really realize he's doing it. He's like, wait a minute. Did I turn invisible? With, what is it now? He's like, that's the fruit I always wanted. And someone mentioned this in the Discord. Baby Sanji wanting to be invisible is, like, considerably sadder. <laughs> like, yeah. When you, when you think about him being like, yeah, my family hates me. I wish I could hide from them better. Because, like, it, it's... Because I was thinking about that, too. It's like, why... We know adult Sanji wants to be a pervert, but yeah. like, why? Why does? Why would kid Sanji want to be invisible? Really? So he'd stop getting bullied, so he could escape his family. Um, but yeah, we get flashbacks also to him yelling at Absalom about it. So, so a lot definitely like when when you like hang out with him a few times, you're like, hey, let me get your Twitter or 
blank social media he's like super apprehensive about it and then when he finally gives in you go to it's like all just shit about sora retweets like, it's just all stuff about sora like fan art and like all this posts think, are just like fan cams of sora <laughs> i i do think law has like a private twitter that like is just like a shit post uh like Every thought that pops into his head, he'll be like, I can't believe Lord Luffy's doing this shit. Like, oh my God, like everything. Retweets a lot of fan art. I think the thing about Law is that I think he has more fandoms than just this one. I think mm. Law probably has a lot of things that are exactly like this where he gets activated if you mention it. Not, I don't, but Sora's <laughs> probably a big one, I do, I do think. That's like his origin, like his original one that he's big on. I don't know. Um, I don't know. It, there is a bit of, dare I say it, pop culture within the One Piece universe, but I'm like, I'm trying to think of like another example. I'm like, oh, I don't know what else. I don't know what other shows Lau would like, <laughs> what other comics he would like. Uh, he's a big nerd. He, he uh, <laughs> Beppo tries to explain to him, no, you being into Sora is just like me being really into Uta. He's like, no, it's fucking not. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah, no, Law, like, looks down on, uh, on stands, on stand <laughs> yeah. culture. It also makes sense that that would be a comic book he would latch on to because he's, uh, like, he's into science and shit. He is a doctor. Oh, so yeah. I feel, so I feel like that angle of it does, uh, does work as well for I'm him. Sure. Being, like, this kid loved trains. Like, he was one of those kids <laughs> who had a train set, right? Or he would have been if he, yeah. I don't I don't know. You don't really see him having a train set before his whole fucking place dies to the plague or whatever, but. <laughs> Probably. Maybe he has a train set now. He's making up for last time. Yeah. He hasn't he's nursing an inner child. He does like advanced custom Lego Connects builds. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> but anyways, yes, it's, it's Oda's really good at this like specific type of characterization that comes through scenes like this where I'm yeah. like, I'm learning so much about Law that he's the one giving this information in this tone of voice with that face. Like it's not just someone explaining something. It wouldn't even be like if Frankie knew this stuff, it'd be, I would tell me, I, I don't need to know that. About, I already know that about Frankie. He's a robot. But anyways, uh, this, this fight goes on. We mentioned the big things, flies, capes, invisible. Page one gets smaller. He like goes into the different, uh, he like person size. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, kind of, basically. <laughs> uh, they fight some more. Law's great in, in all of these scenes. Uh, we go back to Luffy for a little bit. Uh, I'm not sure why this scene I'm not sure what this scene is supposed to mean Because he like runs out of food and yells at kids Like I know you're in there But it also kind of seems like he's not I don't know if that's supposed to set up that kid Is sneaking out at night or something But it's in here We go back to the Shogun Check on Robin uh, She says that she's thinking about the Poneglyph being invented here I don't know if we We've talked about this before I think I think we talked about the uh, Kazuki clan's connection to Poneglyphs before but then she snuck up on somebody, and we'll learn that it's a bunch of ninjas. Uh, Kamurasaki puts on her mask, starts playing the shamisen again, um, so she can make a soundtrack to the scene of now Robin being faced off by um, a team of ninja, not Team Ninja, the game development studio, but uh, just a bunch <laughs> like like eleven guys. <laughs> or uh, the Shogun Orochi's personal force of ninja. They have really cool designs. Yeah, they. This is the most I've felt like. Oh, this is a Mega Man boss rush. <laughs> yeah. These these guys really look like Megan Men's. Um, but Robin gets like killed basically. Uh, she, I think no. it's in the next episode. But oh fuck! 
Uh, I think it's in the next episode, though, because we go back to Sanji fighting page one. Uh, Law and Usopp and Frankie decide to run away. And they do say they're going to Abisu Town, which is interesting. I don't know if they've been there yet or if that's just, like, where they could go. But uh, Sanji does the gunbuster kick. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> that's pretty sick. Um, and page one is clearly not beaten. Like, he's far from dead or close to it. He's just, like, Sanji just leaves. Sanji's like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. And uh, he, he's got to come back for a, a bigger fight later. Yeah, he he succeeded in what he needed to do and uh, holding him off until other people showed up and the other people got away. And he's like, I should have this suit redesigned because uh, he wants to get rid of the, the, the Germa stuff on it. Uh, that's the end of that episode. We got one more, 926. Uh, the big mom pirates are like, what do we do? <laughs> we lost big, We lost our big mom. <laughs> what are we now? The momless pirates? Yeah. Speaking of big mom, we see like a dr- dream sequence of big mom killing Luffy. And um, <laughs> really weird. Must be her dream sequence because it goes from that to her drowning. Yeah, I assume so. Her last thoughts before. Uh, well, I guess we'll see what happens to her <laughs> before she dies. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, her, <laughs> a, uh, death rattle. They go back to Robin and she, they're like, who are you? And she pretends to be the thief Kozo. And they're like, that's a good answer. I don't believe you, though. <laughs> and they like fill her up with uh, Shuriken. And uh, we oh, cut no! away. I guess she's dead. We go to near the beach of Curry. Chopper training with Otama. Kiku and Momo are here. Chopper's like, I gotta practice. And here's my climb in a tree jutsu. <laughs> and he uh, does that and sees something washed, some, some big thing washed up on the shore. Sure, you can't piece it together this quickly what it is. Mm, that's treasures. The one piece. Yeah, <laughs> they found the it. One, they found it. We go back into the palace, though, and see Robin's perfectly fine because she just made, like, an entire shadow clone with her power, which we knew she could do. Yeah, I, I immediately knew that. As soon as, like, she got hit, I was like, oh, yeah, it's not the actual her. <laughs> I wonder how many of those she could do. Also, did we talk about this? Her awakening her power would just be turning other people into <laughs> her body parts? I think so. Feels like a thing we've said before. She runs away and reports on the on the snail phones to the rest of her crew. Remember, like, oh yeah, there's like eleven ninja here. They look like Mega Man bosses. The th- those ninja separate to look for Robin. Robin's like, well, best place to hide is gonna be under the arm of the Shogun. So she goes and uh, talks to him about the fire festival. He watched the documentary, mm. but Chopper goes to the beach with all of the other people he's with and to see what the big thing is. And whatever it is, he's scared, but we'll see it later because there's an eye catch. Wonder what it could be. Uh, I mean, as soon as I saw the shape, it's like, I know, I know that's Big Mom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, also, it's just yeah, enough, I mean, like, there's just enough show that's like, that's Big Mom. <laughs> yeah. So we'll get to the end of the episode. But Robin, yeah, talks about the Fire Festival. She's like, can you summon me there? I want to go there. He's like, yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> Very calm and chill, like I said. It. Yeah, he's, he's such a normal guy. <laughs> yeah. See, this part actually made me almost break my TV. It's like, why can't I have Robin like that? <laughs> All you gotta do is um, be ridiculously wealthy, um, do whatever it is Orochi did to become Shogun after Odin died, uh, partner with, you know, powerful dictator-like pirate, and then have that station for 20 years. I think I can do that. And then, and then Robin will show up trying to kill you, and you can be next to her, I guess. Um, Brooke is a ghost. He's looking for Robin, doesn't find her, but does find the other ninja and then scares them. We see one of them hear Nami and Shinobu in the ceiling, stabs at them, but then it's like, oh, must have been the wind, and walks away. 
But yeah, Robin learns a little bit more about the festival. I don't think anything that we don't, like, know, essentially. I think it's just him sort of bragging about it. As he's talking, I think he's talking about Kumurasaki as well. And we see, like, some random people being like, yeah, but doesn't she have this other side of her where she steals money from dudes? <laughs> they're just like, oh, man, I wonder what Kiyoshiro thinks of her. Um, or whatever. But and then uh, they also talked to Kiyoshiro about, like, sending the Toby Ropo out after a random guy. Just a guy who made so but good. <laughs> and he's like, well, you know, that's that's what the Yakuza do. They, you know, every individual gets the full protection of all this power down on Soba Cooks who wrong us. <laughs> Oh, that's you, you gotta. If if the soba cooks do that, who who knows what else? The sushi, the sushi cooks will start uh, talking yeah. back. It's just gonna be a it's gonna huge be a mess. culinary revolt. Um, but then Orochi is, starts telling ghost stories again. Or well, he will. It's <laughs> kind of seems to be probably what's gonna happen in the next episode. Is yeah, Orochi talking more about like, well, yeah, twenty twenty years ago, a lady said something, and now it's been twenty years. I'm thinking about it, which in any other show would be bullshit. But obviously we learn it under the pretense of its complete truth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chopper found Big Mom and he's like, I'll kill her real quick. Hold on. And, <laughs> but then she wakes up and he runs away. Um, and the cliffhanger for this episode is her being like, who am I? Oh. So Big Mom is here and she seems to have um, not drowned and died, but oh. lost her memory. Oh. So that's the that's the state of things. Is it is was Big Mom when you tweeted everyone is in Wano? Actually, it was when I saw Caribou the second like oh, when, okay. he, when he was actually like, "Hey Luffy, uh, let's team up. Help me break out. I know you're gonna try and break out. So so please help me break out with you." <laughs> it's like of all of all the people, all the people yeah. <laughs> Be in Wano, why Caribou? Oh, well, you know, why not Buggy? Why not Buggy? Buggy's busy. <laughs> Buggy can't be that busy. He's a warlord. <laughs> What's he doing? Finding people who are stronger than him <laughs> to piggyback off of. <laughs> Fair. Uh, that's the that's the buggy mo. But um, yeah, no, not, not everybody's at Wano because buggy buggy should be at Wano, but he's not. There's a no but, clowns allowed rule. Mm-hmm. But no, that's it. That's a that's our big scary cliffhanger. Is Big Mom's here but doesn't know she's Big Mom. <laughs> <laughs> and her crew is separated, so no, who's gonna tell her? But uh, I guess we'll see how that goes, how that shakes out. And you're gonna have—I think you have a lot to work with for guessing what happens next time. It's kind of a weird chunk because it's not like any real big set pieces or significant moments. Just like a lot of work being done, a lot of stuff. Yeah, and uh, that's kind of what Act Two is for a little bit. Eventually, Luffy gets more into like a, you know a a story with a structure where like things happen. Obviously he has to get out of that work camp at some point. And I don't think they're just going to be like, yeah, we give up. Here's let, let him out. I'm sure something's going to happen there before he uh, gets out, but I'll let you guess what that is. I'll let you, uh, <laughs> you, your always correct predictions yeah, at the end of always. the episode after we, we do our plugs, but, uh, where could, where could people find you on the internet, Jory? Uh, find me on Twitter at no, I'm Jory. As for, all the Jory updates are not on any other website. You, you can, because uh, Letterboxd doesn't show you when, like, lists are updated, I think. I mean, maybe it does, and you have to go way out of your way to find it. Um, you see stuff like I updated the, my top ten Kino and Kharkov list. That's right. Uh, two times in one month, I have adjusted the top ten movies we've watched, because we watched two absolutely insane movies. Uh, one of them we watched was... <laughs> Unbelievable, like, 
nothing ever could prepare you for the last 30 minutes of that movie. It was... <laughs> up until that point, it was just, like, a weirdly written movie and poorly acted. Uh, <laughs> but after that, I was like, what? what's going on? <laughs> nothing, nothing could prepare you for it. Truly, I'm getting down to, like, we're funding YouTube channels that have weird DVD-only movies that have a hundred views on them. <laughs> and then it's just, like, gold. <laughs> it's like, no one's heard of these movies, no one will hear of these movies. And it's just the most... There's a reason why no one will even hear about them, because they're... <laughs> it's like the the iceberg, you know? Those iceberg mm-hmm. pictures where, like, the top is, like, the room, Birdemic, whatever. This is the stuff that's getting, like, the bottom. That's the kinds of movies we're finding out. Jesus Christ, this list has almost 300 movies on it. <laughs> yeah, Peter Sean has almost 300 movies. What am I doing with my life? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> movie 200 was Freddy Got Fingered, so we gotta find, like, another, like, banger to be oh, movie yeah. 300. I found that at uh, Goodwill the other <laughs> day. I haven't watched it yet, but I bought it. Perfect movie. <laughs> Or the worst. It's really like opinions seem to be one or the other. That's the thing that I love about his letterbox ratings. Everything's like pretty even on its ratings. It's, it's like crazy. a flat bar, which you never really see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Even like the ones that I could suggest for you, like, oh, you should watch uh, Barry Levinson's Toys. Like that still is like a studio movie. It's just made by an insane person. That's like some of those I, I want to watch for like, what was the other one? I was like. Martin Short plays like a child. Oh, Clifford. Clifford rules. Yeah. Yeah. That's another one I I want to watch, but we've been going down like tonight uh, as we're recording this. We're going to be watching the Garbage Pail Kids movie. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, pairing it with Dawn of the Dead because it's Black Friday and that's about like consumerism and stuff. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sometimes we watch good stuff. That's cool. That's that's why like Terminator 2 is on this list. As long as someone can call it Kino sarcastically or legitimately. <laughs> That's the thing. It just has to be, like, actually good or... <laughs> yeah, usually, like, the baseline is, like, I don't know, B-movie, action movie, gore, like... <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, you watched Cube. Did you yeah. watch... Do you, are you familiar with uh, the sequel, Cube 2 Hypercube? <laughs> I am familiar. I have not watched it. <laughs> it's on Tubi. There's also... A Japanese remake that came out, like, oh, a couple years ago that I want to watch. <laughs> Similar films. Saw 2. <laughs> Saw 3D. Primer. I would I would much rather watch Cube again than any of the Saw movies. Yeah, that's fair. The Happening. Sure. Escape Room. If there's anything you want to find about, about uh, the, the jewelry zone, that's where I'm at. That's the whole zone for me. I need to make my website soon. <laughs> is it going to be called the Jory Zone? JoryZone.com? Jory.Zone? Yeah. It's going to be Jory.Zone. <laughs> I, think, I think that's a real it is. It is. domain you can get. Yeah. I've oh, yeah. seen it. It is. That's what you after graduation out, thing. Uh, what about you? Uh, Ghost of Joe, anywhere that matters. That still don't have a reason to use my Twitter. Um, I haven't even been logging a lot of stuff on Letterboxd just because I haven't been watching a lot lately. But maybe one day I'll have a other stuff to talk about but yeah i mean if if the handle is ghost of joe that's me or i don't know now we're getting like three new social media sites a day (laughs) that have like no control over people having the same username so maybe there will be ghost of joes that aren't me one day i can't you know i can't say i can't promise you anything anymore (laughs) no i mean letterbox is kind of what i use um have an instagram for photography but i can't say i'm using it 
uh, regularly. I should probably make a professional Instagramming quotes. Yeah, well, yeah, one that doesn't have shit posting on it, you know. That's, <laughs> that's really it, but... For the podcast, we gotta plug that Twitter. Oh, yeah. We are watching OP, where one of us tweets something or retweets something. Usually art. Over there. Yeah, there's a lot of art. There's uh, shit post jokes. There was Monkey D. Bussy the <laughs> last week. Yeah, I don't know. Just updates on episodes or one of us having thoughts when we're watching stuff or jokes and whatnot. Or if you're someone who likes to see tweets when there are new episodes because you're I don't know, don't trust your podcatcher, <laughs> then you can do that too. Uh, also, we have a Discord. You can find the link to that in the show notes or uh, and I believe our Twitter bio as well. Um, come join our Discord. It's a fun place to chat about the things. we got people sharing fan art. we got people talking about uh, chapters week to week. Episode. I don't actually know if anyone's talking about the anime episodes week to week. I think it's just manga and then podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, no use in talking about some something. Uh... <laughs> about the anime i think if it's not something we've talked about no i th- i'm there's maybe there's exceptions of like oh this fight finally happened and it's well animated or uh i know i posted something recently when there was a new episode and i was like oh this is starting this came up finally and we'll get to that in a year or so i guess with act three of wano but yeah no discord's a great place to be especially if other social media is getting worse and worse yeah we also have our patreon which I'll name off all of our patrons that we have when this episode comes out. But you get these episodes early, you get bonus episodes, we're going to be doing a commentary track of Stampede this month, and maybe another bonus thing is on our to-do list, depending on a couple factors that we can't control. But we'd like to do another bonus thing up there this month, um, which would be cool if you were a fan of the uh, time that we played the One Piece card game. Yeah. which some people were it's very interesting there's there's kind of no real metric of what people do and don't respond to on patreon yeah because like, <laughs> like i've run three um and this was always the most active one of people liking and commenting on posts huh. and not by any means the uh highest uh revenue of any of the three that i touched huh. interesting then with the card game video got a lot of attention specifically in the discord <laughs> <laughs> not commenting on the video or the post um so i just you know what it's just you can't you can't do any of that um we can't trust any any metrics but yes as the card game is nearing its official release which i think will be after this episode comes out because it comes out the second and this episode will be out the ninth in the public feed yeah earlier than that if you're a patron maybe we'll be doing some games in the discord over webcam or whatever uh pointing at the cards yeah i don't know i just I'm excited about it. It's a fun game. Excited for more people to get to play it. Yeah. Booster boxes to come out. Might go to a tournament or two locally if I'm up for it. But this was this started as a Patreon thing. So thank you for your patron. Um, I'm going to say all the names now. Thank you to our patrons for the month of December. You're giving us money when you could be buying trading cards with them. That's crazy. That's unbelievable. Thank you so much. Thank you to, if you're new here, I read the names. Uh, I thank you to... Adam B, Anton, Ashjock, Becca, Benjamin, Brittany, Cappy, Captain Moak, Chad, Clueless Wanderer, Connor, Damien, David, Deus, Equus, Eric V, Fooney, Gage, Heidi, Jay Harkins, James, Jamie Ziz, Joe, Cat D, Cat F, Ken, Kyle, Lucas, Luke, Maddie, Mallory, Martha, Martha, why'd you say that name? Maurice, McFoley, 299, Morgan, my buddy! Nick, Paulina, Peter, 
Phoenix Ryu, Rashawn, Rim, Riley, Rodsters, Ryan, Savannah, Snowy Scales, Stephen R, Stephen K, Stephen. You got triples. Triples makes it safe. The real jewelry. Uh, citation needed. Tony, Trey, Van, Vedeke, and Verdigree. Thank you all so much. I don't have anything else to say, but you got me on a high energy day, so I did all the exclamation points. If you want me to say your name in it with more excitement, you got to put an exclamation point on it. That's just how it works. That's it. Thank you so much. Again, uh, goodbye. Wow, what a great list of names. Did them all right now. Coolest group of people. Yeah, no, I said it live. One of these sounds going to be like super sick when I have to do the names. It's going to sound like a couple, like a month or two ago. I was, like, recording it immediately after having a tooth pulled. <laughs> so I was like, I sounded dead inside. <laughs> but I just was like, here's all the names. <laughs> uh, but anyways, thank you if you're a patron of our show. And I think that's it. I think that's all the stuff to plug. Discord, Patreon, Twitter, etc. Jory, what happens next time? Well, well they know that Kaido is going to be really tough to beat. And Chopper, he's a smart-thinking little boy with this amnesiac big mom on the beach. She, and she's going, who am I? Chopper Chopper knows the right answer. Chopper's going to tell her, oh, you're a member of our crew, Big Sis. Because <laughs> uh, she's, the, she's the big sister of the crew, always looks, looks after everyone. She's going to be fully integrated into the Straw Hat crew. Luffy has already forgotten like who she was and everything, so he's not even going to remember She's gonna, she's gonna like be stealing some of the uh, some people's like souls and stuff. Like she's gonna take out Kit Kid's soul and put it into just like a bowl of udon. Uh, she's gonna take Hawkins' soul and, funny enough, put it into a a scarecrow. Be pretty sick. <laughs> that's that's how we're gonna be building up towards the uh, the fight with Kaido. Is Kaido also has to worry about fucking Big Mom being on Luffy's side because she can't remember anything. They're able to trick her into it. Yeah, well, I'm sure that's exactly what's going to happen, because you've never been wrong before. Nope, never have. Yeah, so newest straw hat, joined before Jinbei. J- just, uh, just like uh, I've never died in a video game. Big Mom joined the fleet, not clickbait. <laughs> um, oh, I just remembered a joke I was going to make earlier. Talk about Sanji learning all those uh, fucking recipes. I was going to be like, yeah, he's like making all this food and leaving them in the chests in the Pirate Warriors games. <laughs> That's what he's doing. They're, they give you health bank or power up. Anyways, <laughs> so, glad I remembered that. Great note to end off on. Next time we're going to talk about Big Mom being a straw hat. And until next time... <laughs> to be continued. Continue.